I'd like you to grab your Bibles tonight. I'd like you to go to Jeremiah chapter 28. Jeremiah 28. I don't know how long I'm going to go tonight. Because <laughs> I'm already in the hot tub. <laughs> and if you know, then you know. <laughs> oh, my. I want to talk to you tonight. No, I don't want to talk. I want to preach to you. God hasn't called me to talk. He's called me to preach. I want to preach to the Word to you tonight. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is going to be correcting me up here tonight. <laughs> like, you ain't talking. You're preaching tonight. Ooh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to talk to you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to preach tonight. I want to preach to you tonight about parrots and eagles. Can I do that tonight? Can I talk to you about parrots and eagles tonight? <laughs> Amen. Jeremiah chapter 28. Are your Bibles open? Are your smartphones open? Your iPads? Take some notes tonight. Take some notes tonight because the Holy Spirit's going to far exceed, far exceed what I'm going to be able to say tonight in the natural. He's just going to be depositing the spirit of revelation, power, wisdom, counsel, understanding in the house. It's what he does. You got your Bibles open? Are you ready? Let's pray. Let's pray together tonight. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, draw us. Now, draw us to Jesus, the living truth, the eternal truth tonight. We want an appetite, Holy Spirit, for truth. We crave your truth. Pray that right now, God. We crave your truth. Give us eyes to see, Lord, tonight. Let our hearts see tonight. Open the eyes of our heart tonight, Lord. Holy Spirit, give us discernment. Heighten our discernment, sharpen our discernment to see that which is truth and that which is fake in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, sharpen. Holy Spirit, sharpen our discernment to forsake evil, that we may know your voice, that we may heed your truth, that we may speak your truth. Make us people who speak your truth. Make us truth bearers in Jesus' holy name. You know, if you keep, <clears throat> hold your Bibles up tonight. If you keep looking into the perfect law of liberty, if you keep the word of God in front of you, if you keep letting your eyes go right here into this word, your heart, feast on this word, say this word, declare this word, Believe this word. Believe this word. Believe this word. Let the Holy Spirit be your tutor. Let the Holy Spirit be your leader. Let the Holy Spirit be your coach. Let him be your ultimate leader. If you keep looking into this every day, you're not going to be duped. Jesus said the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. 
So keep soaking right here. Amen. Don't you praise God for the Word tonight? Praise God for the Word. Hallelujah. We're going to look at a portion of Scripture here tonight that I believe is going to speak to us very prophetically to where we are at. There's a lot of uh, prophetic propaganda in the wind that God would just like to take and put through the Holy Ghost shredder. Can I get a witness in the house? There's a whole lot of prophetic nonsense in November of 22 that really needs, in my best way, I just got to say it needs to be flushed down the toilet. Brian's being really nice tonight. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? I believe the Holy Spirit is going to speak to us prophetically tonight, truly prophetic. And he's going to heighten our awareness and our sensitivity to the voice of God and to heed the truth of the word of the Lord. Now, we look to this scripture. There's so much, man, there's just so much here. But I've got to preach the text. I'm going to preach from the text. I'm going to jump from the text, and we're going to soar in some places. But I want you to just go with me tonight and understand that in Jeremiah's day, there was a lot of pillow prophets. You want to remember those words. There was a lot of pillow prophets in the day of Jeremiah. And what do I mean by pillow prophets? I mean they were preaching fluff. Now, Greek and Hebrew for the word fluff means fluff. It means that they were, they were going to say whatever was going to appease the people. They were going to speak whatever was going to give them the applause of people or was going to set an appetite for the people to praise them, follow them. They had the fear of man on them. They wanted, they wanted the applause of men. Are you hearing me? The pillow prophets always had something good to say. And to their demise, uh, Jeremiah was standing as a burning torch right in the midst of them saying, is that really what the word of the Lord is or what is the Lord saying? Oh, here is the word of the Lord. How many of you know we need to be hearing the word of the Lord? We need to be hearing the word. If you're in a famine of the word of the Lord, that means your Bible's got dust on it. Hello? The Lord wants to be speaking to you. I'm, I'm not talking anymore. We're preaching. Are you, are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? The Lord wants to speak to you and lead you every day. The Holy Spirit will protect you from every dangerous, foul spirit in the, in the end of this age. The Holy Spirit will keep you from every corrupt relationship, every dangerous relationship. The Holy Spirit is getting people out of dead churches right now. The Holy come on church. The Holy Spirit is is um, he's maneuvering people right out and shifting them out of dead religious structures and systems that are doing nothing. We're going to try this side tonight. How y'all doing over here? How y'all doing? Can I get a hallelujah on this side besides Michael? We want to go the distance tonight. We want to go the distance. I may preach for 10 minutes, but I doubt it. Let's just, let's just see where this goes. 
I mean, I don't want to be in doubt and unbelief tonight, but I, I doubt I'm going 10 minutes, so just stay with me. And it happened in the same year at the beginning of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, in the fourth month of the fifth, uh, fourth year and in the fifth month, that Hananiah the son of Azur, the prophet, who was in Gibeon, spoke to me in the house of the Lord and in the presence of the priest and all the people saying, now who's talking here? This is Jeremiah. Notice what he says. Okay, so this is an open session. This isn't behind closed doors. I want, I want to set this picture and get this framed up for you really good. This is an open session of the prophetic. The people of God are gathered. Are you seeing this? In the house of God. They're gathered together. It's an open session. And so Hananiah, the son of Azur, the prophet. And you know what? I don't, I don't want to miss this tonight. I think it's important to notice that Hananiah is from a family of the prophetic. Let's say it like that. His dad was truly a prophet, right? So what am I getting at tonight? What's the point? I'm saying that this guy understood prophetic protocol. So get this. They're in an atmosphere of seers. They're in an atmosphere of those that prophesy where the Spirit of the Lord comes upon them, right? In verse 2, thus speaks the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, saying, I have broken the yoke of the king of Babylon. Within two years, I will bring back to this place all the vessels of the Lord's house and that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, took away from this place and carried to Babylon. And I will bring back to this place Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah. Isn't the Bible fun? It can't be Ricky or Ringel or Bob. It just can't be that. So let's do it again. I'll bring back to this place Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, with all the captives of Judah who went to Babylon, says the Lord. Now, who's saying this? Hananiah's saying this. Not, not Jeremiah, right? Hananiah's prophesying, for I will break the yoke of the king of Babylon. And then the prophet Jeremiah spoke to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priest and in the presence of all the people who stood in the house of the Lord. you got to see it again. It's an open session, okay? It's not behind closed doors. And the prophet Jeremiah spoke to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priest and in the presence of all the people who stood in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. The Lord do so. The Lord perform his words, which you have prophesied, to bring back the vessels of the Lord's house and all who were carried away into captivity from Babylon to this place. Mm. Nevertheless, nevertheless, hear now this word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. The prophets who have been before me and before you of old prophesied against many countries and great kingdoms of war and of disaster and pestilence. As for the prophet who prophesies of peace, when the word of the prophet comes to pass, the prophet will be known as the one whom the Lord has sent. Then Hananiah 
the prophet took the yoke off of prophet Jeremiah's neck and broke it. So Hananiah is now doubling down. You got to see this. And Hananiah spoke in the presence of all the people, saying, Thus says the Lord. Here it is again. Thus says the Lord. Even so, I will break the yoke of, of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, from the neck of all nations within a span of two full years. And the prophet Jeremiah went his way. Now, I want you to see that tonight. He did not immediately reply. I gotta set, I gotta let this set and build the tone and build the atmosphere tonight, because we're going somewhere. Tonight, I'm preaching, I almost said talking. I am preaching to you about parrots and eagles. Somebody say parrots. Somebody say Polly. You like that? I know you did. Say eagles. Say parrots. Say eagles. Do we have any eagles in the house? Can I hear you? Is there any eagles in the house? That's who I'm preaching to tonight. That's who I'm preaching to. Verse 11, Hananiah spoke in the presence of all the people, saying, Thus says the Lord, even so I will break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, from the neck of all nations within a span of two years. And the prophet Jeremiah, hmm, he went his way. Now, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah after Hananiah, the prophet, had broken the yoke from his neck of the prophet Jeremiah, saying, go. Tell Hananiah, saying, thus says the Lord, you have broken yokes of wood, but you have made in their place yokes of iron. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have put a yoke of iron on the neck of all those nations that they may serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and they shall serve him. I have given him the beast of the field also. Then the prophet Jeremiah said to Hananiah, the prophet, hear now, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you. The Lord, boy, I do that a lot. Somebody catch. I'm always dropping water. Was that, that go to my son, Josiah? Did you catch that or did it hit you? You're going to be okay. The Lord has not sent you. Catch this. But make his people trust in a lie. Grab hold of this. I'm going to go the distance tonight on this, guys. You're going to be all right. Here now, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you. You make this people trust in a lie. You make them trust in fake news. You're persuading this people to believe fake news. You're believing this, you're persuading this people to believe a fake word. The Lord hasn't sent you. The word of the Lord's not in your mouth. You're causing them to believe a lie. Therefore, thus says the Lord, behold, I will cast you from the earth, shoo, from the face of the earth. This year you shall die because you have taught rebellion against the Lord. So Hananiah the prophet died the same year in the seventh month. This is strong language. Look, look at that first verse. What month were they in? 
They were in the fifth month, and what, what month did he die in? The seventh month. Two months, two months after Jeremiah gave the word. You don't have the word of the Lord in your mouth. Two months later, he was gone from the face of the earth. This is sobering stuff. I want to review these scriptures tonight. The false prophets in Israel, they're delivering fake news in Jeremiah's day. How many of you know fake news has been around a long time? How many of you know uh, uh, Trump did not coin the phrase? (laughs) Fake news has been around for a long time. What are they saying? They're saying God will deliver Israel from the Babylonians. But Jeremiah had to provide the true word. Jeremiah had to come and bring, I'm going to say tonight, the pure word. And what was the true word? That no deliverance was coming. That's going to build your fan base for sure. That's going to get you a lot of likes on Facebook. It's going to get you a lot of Twitters. I know all the Twitters. It's going to get all the Twitters following you or the tweeters. Now, this is what Hananiah said. He prophesies within two years that the power of Babylon is going to be broken. The exiles are going to return. All of the, the trophies, all of the furniture is going to be returned. So what is happening here? Hananiah is basically, you got to grab a hold of this. He's telling them what they want to hear. A pillow prophet is going to tell you what you want to hear. Okay, are you with me tonight? It was fake news. It's kind of like, uh, let's, just, let's just round it up. It's kind of like in the midterms telling everybody there's going to be a red wave. It's kind of like, like telling everybody there's going to be a red tsunami. And guess what? That's not what happened. And I'm tired of our fake, phony messages. I'm tired of fake, prophetic propaganda. Can I preach tonight? Can we, just, can we just go here? I'm tired of it. I'm tired of all of the swinging for the fences and missing. And you know what? You can be very sincere in your heart. But guess what? God knows when you're sincerely wrong. You can be very sincere, but sincerely wrong. And Hananiah was out in left field, and it took a seasoned prophet for him to say, the word of the Lord is not in your mouth, and you're causing the nation to be persuaded into a lie. And I'm going to tell you, this this is intense scripture. Just when we started reading it, it just shakes you from your boots, like, my God, where are we going tonight? This is intense stuff. So, God bless you. So Hananiah, he doubles down on good tidings. Here's my point tonight, and I'm going to give you many points. Many people would rather hear fake news than the truth. Many, many people would rather hear fake news than the truth. You've got to be a lover of truth. Fake news often confirms people's biases. Are you hearing me? Fake news often confirms people's biases. It, all, it often targets people's emotions. It often targets people's feelings. And can I tell you tonight, can I be honest with you, feelings can be very fickle. It's, it seems to me that it's very easy in this social climate, 
in this atmosphere of America for people to actually have an appetite for fake words or fake news because they can't see accurately through things. That is why you and I have been given the Holy Spirit. Are you thankful tonight that you have been baptized in the Holy Ghost with fire? You must have the Holy Spirit and with fire. The Holy Spirit is going to navigate you through all the levels of demonic construct of propaganda. Ladies and gentlemen, this nation is full of communism. It has to be burned out. It is a strong, strong delusion that is upon the people, and it has infiltrated the church so much so that we cannot discern what is truth from what is fake. Are you okay? So what is happening is we have a lot of voices that are telling people, listen, it's going to be okay if you get offended with me. I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to sleep really good tonight. People have already left this church for their favorite celebrity, you know, online guru. That's fine. I'm sleeping good. I got me a Mike Lindell pillow. I'm kidding. Sorry. By the way, I did study the Greek. Jesus was sleeping in the boat on a Lindau pool or a pillow. I'm kidding. The prophets were telling people what they want to hear. Gimme, gimme, gimme. My name is Jimmy. Tell me what I want to hear. Paul writes Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4. You know these words. He says that you got to beware because the time's going to come. People are going to accumulate teachers unto themselves. Why? To tell them what they want to hear. We are living in that hour, ladies and gentlemen. People are accumulating everywhere to tell them, I want teachers to tell me the fluff. Give me the fluff. Do you know, you know I'm not allowed to do that? The Holy Spirit does not allow me in my ministry to feed the people of God fluff. The Holy Spirit is never going to allow me to feed you cotton candy. I got to stand before God. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, for the time will come. They're not going to endure sound doctrine. Timothy, you got to understand. You got to you got to know the audience. You got to know the time. You got to understand what's happening in this generation. The time is coming. They're not going to be able to endure sound doctrine. It's happening everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. All over the landscape of the church from the Carolinas to California, they can't even stand up to sound doctrine. They're folding into universalism. They're folding, in, they're folding into everything. You can be whatever you want, but you're still a Christian. No, you're not. Because they have itching ears. This is interesting language. They have itching ears. They will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth. you got to underline that. you got to write that down tonight. I just pray this leaps into your spirit, almost like you're reading it for the first time. They will heap up for themselves teachers. They will turn their ears away from truth. 
If you're not seeing this, even in this midterm election, as you look across America, ladies and gentlemen, you need a wake-up call. They're turning their ears away from truth. And they're being turned aside to fables. So what is the antidote for fake news? The antidote for fake news is the sword of the Lord. It's the Word. It's the Word of God. It's the Word of truth. The Word of God is alive. It is powerful. It is active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces. It rightly divides. It pierces between the, the thoughts. It discerns even the thoughts of the minds of men. It cuts between the bone and the marrow. The Word of God will keep you sharp. The Word of God will keep you at attention. But let me tell you what else we need in this hour. My God, we need humility. We need the Word, and we need humility. I'm not talking about false humility. I'm talking about real humility. Humility comes from the fear of God. That's where it comes from. Humility is necessary because those who are sharing the word or carrying the good news, we have a tendency to make it sound better than the facts actually warranted. Humility is connected to getting low. I want to say that again. Humility is connected to getting low. Something happened in our prayer room Tuesday night. Something beautiful happened in the prayer room. We were getting ready to begin. Suddenly, the presence of the Lord just began to move in the very atmosphere of the prayer room Tuesday night. I went down on my face before the Lord. I get to my knees. Later on, I look up to see that almost everybody in the room is laying on their face or on their knees before the Lord. It was genuine, beautiful humility and honor of the King. That night, we touched the beauty of the holiness of Jesus. If there is anything America needs right now, it is truly a return to the word of the Lord. But it is also a genuine, genuine humility to get low and turn our hearts back to the Lord. Because if we do not humble ourselves, ladies and gentlemen, right now, I'm telling you what, the rock will fall on us and we will be humbled. And it's a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of a living God. We must humble ourselves or the Lord will humble us. Can I get an amen in this house? Let me get right to the point on some things tonight concerning the prophetic. Some advice, some advice, some, some warnings right now. Be very careful what you're sharing right now from people who call their words prophetic intelligence. And especially that which has uh, the vernacular for the provocative. Are you hearing me? Listen to the Holy Spirit tonight. If you've got an appetite for that, 
If you've got an appetite for the luster of you, you've got to find another word and another word, and you've got to go to YouTube and find brother so-and-so's word and then check that against brother so-and-so's word and check that against sister so-and-so's word, I want to, I want to encourage you to do something. Pick up your Bible. Pick up the word of the Lord and turn all of your social media heroes off and say, Lord, teach me. Holy Spirit, is this truth? you got to hear this tonight. This is how I live. I'm not guessing at this. I'm not just trying to preach it to you. I'm living this. Holy Spirit, is this the truth? You can watch things and ask the Holy Spirit. He'll tell you immediately that is true or that is a lie. You got to ask him. You got to know. If you're if you have an appetite for that, I want to encourage you to do something. Pull the brake, the emergency brakes right now. Stop and get low. Get low and pray. If we're going to see and we're going to, but if we're going to see the greatest outpouring of the Holy Ghost on planet Earth and right here in the United States of America, brother, you better believe it's time for the church to get low and humble itself before God. There is so much trouble in the land. What should be an utter landscape and every, you know, all these guys, it's going to be a red wave, a red wave, a red tsunami? No. Listen, we're in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. And it's amazing to me that we're in so much trouble and there's so little of intercession and prayer going on. And in the former chapter, Jeremiah is telling those that call themselves prophets, he says, if you are prophets, then let them make intercession for the nation. You guys are just a bunch of talking heads. You're always telling people what they want to hear. You're always feeding people the fluff. And you're just a bunch of talking heads. And all you do is talk. And all you do is just set a a, a course of food, what everybody wants to hear. But I'm telling you, if you're a real prophet, you better start making intercession for the transformation of a nation. You read these texts. You read these chapters. Jeremiah was an ordinary man. He was just like you and I until he had an encounter with the weeping God. Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. He didn't just become the weeping prophet on his own. He became the weeping prophet by encountering the weeping God. God has emotions. God has feelings. And you don't see a lot of prophets right now with tears in their eyes and fire in their belly. You see a lot of talking heads right now with the latest thing and the latest lingo. But very little brokenness. Very little brokenness. And I'm asking the Lord all the time, Lord, give us your heart for America. Give us your heart for this city. Give us your heart for this region. I tell you, if you'll be brave to ask for God's heart, I tell you this, 
you'll start encountering the emotions of God and the feelings of God. And that's exactly what happened to Jeremiah. He was transformed into the weeping prophet because he was encountering the very feelings and emotions of God. I say get low. This is no time to be regurgitating so-called prophetic words from our celebrity ministers. You can get mad at me. I can handle it. Get mad all you want. Some of the wild conspiracies, some of the goofiest stuff. Folks, folks, President Trump is not governing our military or the country right now. Stop sending me stupid stuff. It's just coming out really pastoral, Bren. Very pastoral tonight. We got to get this stuff out of our system. We got to get so much of this radical bowl crap out of our system. You're going to have to let some stuff go. I think it's time to let some stuff go. I'm going to say that again. I think it's time to let some stuff go. I think it's time to let some stuff go. I think it's time to take some stuff and just put it through the spiritual shredder. I've let people go. I've let relationships go. I've let people in the ministry that I love, relationships that I've loved, I've let them go. I've seen people become yo-yos, believe in all kinds of nutty, fruity things theologically. I'll never partner with them again. I'll never be with them again. Not until they repent and come back into the Word. The Word has to settle it all. you got to be anchored right here. you got to be anchored right here. I don't, care. I don't care how appealing they look and how they... Oh, my gosh. Help me, Lord. Ask the Holy Spirit in this time. What do I need to let go of? And do it. Have the courage to do it. Whatever happened to test the spirit? Whatever happened to it? Let's, let's, let's get some Bible. 1 John 4 and 1. Test the spirit. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Whatever happened to testing prophecy, ladies and gentlemen? Come on. Whatever happened to testing prophecy? I mean, people send me stuff all the time. And I'm not just talking about, I'm talking about all over the country. My my inbox is full all the time. Pastor, why didn't you get back to me? I don't even open those. I don't even open that garbage. Are you kidding me? It's sitting there with a thousand other silly messages. Now, don't stop emailing me because I love you. So. <laughs> just say, let me just be a nice guy to you. Just give you a little hug. I'm not mad at anybody tonight. I just got fire in my belly. I'm not mad at anybody. All right. What happened to test prophecy? My wife's getting a kick out of me tonight. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 
Test prophecy. Say that tonight. Test prophecy. Test the spirits. Say it tonight. Test the spirits. Test prophecy. That's right. Put it up against, juxtapose the word of the Lord. Lay it down. Lord, is this truth? Is this accurate? Or do I need to shred it? Do not despise prophecies. That needs to be heralded in this house. I love the prophetic. My wife loves the prophetic. We champion the the pure word of the Lord. We love the prophetic utterance, the prophetic word of the Lord, but it needs to be judged. It needs to be accurately tested, and we've got to know that's the word of the Lord. Test all things. Hold fast to what is good. Test all things. How many of you know, I I just want to say tonight, I'm really thankful that Jeremiah was standing in that council when Hananiah began to talk. I'm so glad that he was standing in that place as a pillar testing. Okay, yeah, amen, amen. Good. Good, Hananiah, amen. We want to see all of that. Come back. But however, I need you to also heed and hear this word. Are you listening tonight? There needs to be more accountability. Too many abuses in the body of Christ continually happening all in the name of the prophetic. And if you're like me, and I think you are, that's why you're here. And I'm like you. I don't want anything to do with something that's fake. That's how I'm wired. I, I just don't. I don't want anything to do with anything that's fake. I, you don't have to be fake at victory. You, don't, you do not have to come in here and wear a mask for anybody. If you're hurting, if you are weary, you get in this place and it's a sacrifice of praise and you've got to break through the stuff, then you just break through the stuff. You don't have to be anything else except genuine and real. Can I get an amen in this house? Come on. There's such an overload of people digesting information, digesting propaganda, false information. And there's so much mixture. And it's very concerning. It's a warning to all of us, ladies and gentlemen. There must be the pure flow of the Lord. Do not be reckless with information. Write that down. Do not... Be reckless with information. Do not be reckless with information. Get low and pray. Before you send out that prophetic word to two dozen people, ask the Lord, is that, is that reality? Well, I'm serious. Jesus said this in Matthew 24 and verse 4. Take heed that no one deceives you. You see it? Take heed that no one, no one deceives you. I want to tell you guys, we are all responsible to communicate truth. Not just those behind the pulpit. We are all, all called and accountable to carry truth. And truth accurately. So beware of deception. And be on your guard. Have you noticed... (laughs) Have you noticed in this hour that there's a lot of parroting of fake news? Parroting. And we're in the fake news generation. How many of you know that? 
lot of, lot of parroting. You see my parrot up here on my arm, right? You see him. Polly wants a what? Oh, church, you can do better than that. Polly wants a, yeah, you, you see, you can get parrots to say about almost anything. Let's, let's go somewhere with this. You, you can get parrots to almost say anything. You can, Polly, I, I want you to say that men can have babies. Come on, Polly, say it. Men can have babies. Come on. Polly, I want you to say that that, that man over there is now really a woman. Polly, I, Polly, make sure you use the right pronouns. Polly, I want you to say that it's fun and exciting for transsexuals to read and party with our kids. Go ahead and say it, Polly. Polly, I want you to say defund the police. Polly, I want you to say it's okay to mutilate our kids. Polly, I, I, want, I want you to say that it's okay for our kids to decide their own gender. It's craziness. It's insanity. It's madness. But there's Polly. Polly parroting exactly what it's been told. Swallowed it hook, line, and sinker, and now regurgitating and saying it. And here's my point tonight. You can make a parrot say, Polly wants a cracker. But you cannot make an eagle. Polly parrot, it wants a cracker. Can I get an amen in this house? Now, let's talk. Are you an eagle tonight? Because the eagles are shining. And the eagles are rising and the eagles are soaring, and the eagles are declaring. What are they declaring? The eagles are declaring the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. The eagles want absolute moral truth. Let me say that again. The eagles want absolute moral truth. The eagles want unchanging truth. The eagles want tested and tried truth. The eagles are saying no more insanity. The eagles are saying no more woke. The eagles are saying no more lawlessness. What is the language of the eagle? I want to give it to you tonight. The language of the eagle is righteousness. The language of the eagle is truth. Its language is integrity. Its language is repentance. Its language is humility. Its language is justice. Its language is holiness. Its language is freedom and liberty to the captives. The Bible tells us to be people that will speak the truth. Grab hold of this tonight. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 20. Have I not written to you excellent things of counsels and knowledge? that I may make known the certainty of the words of truth, that you may answer words of truth to those who send to you. So powerful. Have I not given you excellent things of counsel, knowledge? What did he say? I'm going to raise up 
Who was the one who said it? Jeremiah was the one that said God is going to raise up shepherds after God's own heart. And what are they going to do? They're going to feed you with knowledge and with understanding, with counsel, with wisdom. They're going to feed you with truth. That I may make known the certainty of the words of truth, that you may answer the words of truth to those who send to you. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 5. Put it in your notes tonight. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 5. The prophet is lamenting. He's weeping over the loss of truth in the culture of his day. He says, everyone will deceive his neighbor and will not speak the truth. You all see that? Everyone will deceive his neighbor and will not speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. They weary themselves to commit iniquity. I want to tell you tonight, listen, when everyone's lying, you better be the man or the woman that's standing up and saying the truth. When everyone's going to be the parrot, when everyone's going to be the parrot and just parroting, parroting the spirit of this age, you better be the man of God or the woman of God standing and saying, no, this is the word of the Lord. This is the truth. We're not wavering from it. Come on, church. Zechariah chapter 8. Put it in your notes tonight. Put it in your notes. Zechariah chapter 8, verses 16 and 17. I'm reading out of the NIV tonight. The Lord says, these are the things you are to do. Speak the truth to each other. Don't you love that? These are the things that you are to do. Speak the truth to each other and render true and sound judgment in your courts. Do not plot evil against each other and do not love to swear falsely. I hate this. My God. There's the word of the Lord. There's the word of the Lord. I mean, I, I mean, Brennan and I were talking about this the other night. Last night. As we were reading the word, Brent says, you know what? I believe there's time that's coming when we go to outreach. We're just going to take the mic and we're just going to start reading the word of the Lord over our city. Just read the word. Break the famine of the word of the Lord. Just read the word of the Lord and let the word of the Lord fall upon people. Let them hear the word of the Lord under the anointing. Woo! Speak the truth to each other. Render true and sound judgment. Ladies and gentlemen, this this generation is crying out for soundness. Sound judgment, not insanity. I'm so tired of it. Do not plot evil against each other. Do not love to swear falsely. I hate this. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 25 It tells believers, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. Since you're in Ephesians 4 right now, go up to verse 17. Brent and I were reading the word last night, and this just hit us so strong like a bolt of lightning. I want you to take this scripture, and I want you to put it in the context of the age that we are living in right now. I want you to think about what we're walking through in the peril of our times 
And what people are walking through, the bombardment, the filth that we are having to endure, the warfare that we are having to overcome right now, I want you to listen to the power of these words. Ephesians is probably, probably my favorite book in all the scriptures, if you're allowed to have a favorite. It's my favorite. So I tell you this. I'm in verse 17. Are you there? Come on. Are you there? Talk to me. So I tell you this. And I insist on it in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles live. Watch this. In the futility of their thinking. This is going to hit it. In the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding. And separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. My God. They're separated from the life of God because of ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality, so to indulge in every kind of impurity, they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life that you've learned. When you heard about Christ and you were taught in Him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with the regard of your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitudes of your mind and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and in holiness. Somebody say amen. Amen. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood. I want to say it to you like this tonight. Don't tolerate lies. Don't tolerate lies. Have no tolerance for it. Don't let anybody speak it to you. And when they do, stand up and correct it. Oh, man, I'm going to keep on preaching this. Or would you rather me talk about it? Speak truthfully to your neighbors, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. That, that's sobering right there. How many of you have recently been angry? I'm raising both hands and both feet right now. But he says, listen, it's not, a, I, want, I want you to grab this. Grab this. It's not a sin to be angry, but in your anger, do not go into sin. You need a holy, burning, righteous anger in you. But when you're angry, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Amen. And do not give the devil a foothold. Do not give him place. Do not give him space. Do not give him a pulpit. Do not give him any quarter in your life to talk to you or to preach to you. Are you hearing this? Anyone who has been stealing, he must steal no longer, but he must work. Well, that's a good word for this generation. That's just a really good word for this generation. You need to go to work. Go to work. You want God to bless you, go to work. 
Can I get a witness in this house? We've got a whole generation growing up in this country that thinks that they can just stay home and receive checks till the cows come home from the government thinking it's, it's, all, it's all okay. Go to work. I commended a young man. He reminded me of my son. I was getting a smoothie today, a tropical smoothie. This young man was working hard, and I was watching him. He was diligent, and I was impressed by him. I see him all the time. He always says, man, I love your shirt. Your hair looks awesome. <laughs> like, your hair looks awesome, too. How you doing, man? What's up? He's my buddy. I came in there today. He knew what I wanted. Paradise, no turbinado. You're the man. Let's go. Let's do this. So I, I'm getting my drink, but I'm watching him work. I told him, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You work hard. You are diligent. God blesses a person that works hard. Come on. I love it. Do something useful with their own hands. That they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. But only that which is helpful for building up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Wow. Whoa. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ, in Christ, God forgave you. Can we say the amen tonight? God, give us your spirit and give us your truth so that we discern accurately the word of the Lord. Teach us how to test that which we are hearing. And then let us hear your still small voice leading us. This is the way, son. Walk in it. This is where my blessing is. Walk in it. Give us courage to speak, Lord. Courage to speak your truth. Give us courage to live the truth and model the truth. Lord, I want to pray big tonight. I want to pray courageously right now that you would cleanse the prophetic movement in the body of Christ. That you would send your living, burning, holy torch into the spectrum of the body of Christ and you would get us back to what is pure that your fire would burn and bring us to purity. Your fire would burn and bring us back to what is gold, what is silver, that which is precious stones. Lord, we, we pray tonight that you would burn away that which is wood and hay and stubble. That which is wood is hay and stubble that is built on that which is worthless. Lord, would you just burn it out we pray it. Burn it out. Lord, we ask that that which is gold, silver, precious stones would be revealed. 
that the pure word of the Lord would come forth. Deliver us from Hananiah's. Deliver us, Lord, from those that would lead the nation into a lie. Oh, God, I ask it. I ask it courageously. I ask it boldly, but I ask it humbly. Lord, deliver us from voices that are leading us into lies. That we would not be snared. That we would not be trapped. And I want to pray tonight, Lord, boldly, that you would give us Jeremiah's who care about your heart. Jeremiah's, Lord, that would seek your heart and seek your counsel. Willing to feel what you feel, Lord. Willing to accept it. Willing to receive the burden of the Lord. Father, I ask you, or those that are asking in this house, that you would place the burden of the Lord upon them. Give us pure Jeremiah's. Give us those that are faithful. Give us those that will call what is fake and phony. Let them call it out. But let them say, this is the pure word of the Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would just light the fire in the prophetic in this house. Give us eyes to see. Give us hearts to perceive Give us revelation as we break open the bread of life. Give us revelation as we break open the scriptures, as we break open open the bread of life. Lord, that you give us the true prophetic word. Holy Spirit, we ask you to teach us. Holy Spirit, teach us. Are you in agreement with this? Don't just listen to the prayer. Make it your prayer. Don't just listen to a prayer. Don't just listen to a prayer. Receive it and make it your own prayer. Holy Spirit, teach us. Holy Spirit, teach us how to see accurately and how to become prophetic, how to proclaim your word, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise our God. Praise God. Whoever I hit with that bottled water, I'm so sorry. What an awesome night. This is, where, this is right where I want to be. Yeah, and the hot tub still feels really good up here. Anyway, praise God. Y'all okay? I know the word's coming out of me like fire. I really mean it when I say to you, I'm not mad at anybody. The word of the Lord's just in me like a fire. I tell you what I am mad about. I'm mad about phoniness. I want the Lord to burn it out. I only want what's pure. And I want that in my life. I want that in your life. I want that in the DNA of this house, the DNA of these lions, the DNA of these eagles. It's what we want. That's why you're here. 
I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Praise God. Ushers, would you come tonight? Cody, when you, will you give me some anointed keys, bro? <laughs> Appreciate Cody. My God, appreciate the worship team. Man, we went into the heights tonight. My God, into the heights. If you need an offering envelope, if you need an offering envelope tonight, just slip your hand up high. If you need an offering envelope, slip your hand up high so we can serve you. You can give safely and securely tonight on our app. You can give on our website tonight, victoryfla.com. That's not Chick-fil-A. That's victoryfla.com. Hallelujah. For those of you that are visiting, your brand new friends, we just, we just welcome you. Just say, be family. Or not. <laughs> Somebody was visiting a few weeks ago, and they were saying some pretty silly stuff to me. Of course, we haven't seen them again, which I knew we wouldn't. But they were saying some goofy stuff to me in, in the back, and I thought, oh, Lord. Lord, oh, help us, God. And uh, <laughs> I told him, I said, well, you know, we're not for everybody. I don't think the church is used to being talked to like this because we're not for everybody. We're not, we're not, we're not going to be for everybody. We're going to be for some who are burning. The ones that are burning in heart, the ones that are hungry, the ones that are thirsty, the ones that are on the quest for what is true, that's who's going to be in this house. doesn't mean that we're elite. No, it's not what I'm saying. But we're not going to be about silliness. See, what I'm saying to you, it transfers into everything that we do. When we open these altars, nobody's going to push you over. You know why? Because we don't put up with anything that's fake. We don't put up with anything that's fake. Nobody's going to push you over. If you hit the floor, it's because the Holy Spirit puts you on the floor. If he sticks you to the ceiling tonight, we're going to say, the Holy Spirit puts you there. We're turning out the lights and the air conditioning. Good luck. <laughs> we want what's real. It's why we go the distance in worship. It's why we're not in a hurry to give you 18 minutes of worship five minutes of announcements and get you out of here in an hour. We want what's real. We're after God. Listen, you can't court the Holy Spirit the way this church does and think that God ain't going to show up in greater glory and greater power. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. There's more. More. Lord, we bless this offering tonight. We bless every seed. We bless the tithe. We bless the offering. We bless every seed. And may the seed produce miracles. Miracles. I speak miracles over your family. I speak miracles over your dreams. Over your dreams. I speak miracles over you and your husband. I speak miracles over your children. Fathers, I bless you. Fathers, I bless you. Mothers, I bless you. Families, I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed. Prosper. May the Lord bless you and prosper you. May the Lord celebrate you and open up radical doors of favor for you. 
abundance. I speak abundance and breakthrough. Abundance. And Lord, we pray together tonight for the abundance of a miracle campus in Sarasota for victory. For victory, Lord, a miracle campus. A miracle campus, a large, expansive piece of land. Large buildings, Lord, for revival, for awakening, for reformation. I see the day, Lord, they'll be flying into SRQ International. They'll be flying in from everywhere. Why? To get to victory. They'll be coming. Oh, they will be coming. And Lord, I thank you that you have a place for us. And there will be no lack. There will be more than enough. There will be no debt. Hallelujah. We speak miracles released over our property. Come forth. Come forth. The millions of dollars it will require, we call it now into existence. We call those things that are not as though they already were. Come forth. Come forth in Jesus' name. Miracle property. Miracle worship center. Miracle house of prayer. Miracle feeding center. Miracle storehouses. Miracle gardens. Hallelujah. A miracle school. A miracle training center. Miracle lodging for people that will come. Miracle lodging. Miracle money, God, to build a miracle staff, a kingdom staff that are powerful, regal and royal in the fire of the Lord. That there will be no lack. You will bless every servant of this house. There, there will be abundance. There will be more than enough. Say El Shaddai tonight. More than enough. More than enough. Hallelujah. 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 Ushers, go ahead. Serve the people tonight. Bless the Lord. Thank you so much for your giving. Thank you for being faithful in your giving. Those of you online, just ask the Lord what He would have you to do. We celebrate every dollar. Folks, there, there are many, many partners throughout this country that give to this ministry. Some of you are newer to me and Bren's life. We traveled for many years throughout this nation in almost every state of this country preaching the gospel. There's people all over this nation that are blessing this ministry. We celebrate $5, $10, whatever it is. We just praise God for it. Miracle seed. Miracle seed. Hallelujah. you guys this is not fake news 
This is <laughs> real news that we're about to go through an announcement. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was thinking on the front row, we'll call this Eagle News. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Be good. <laughs> All right, Eagle News time. Here we go. Okay, tomorrow we have our Women's and Men's House Fires. Ladies, you are meeting at Darlene Kaus's over here with Miss Sue and Sandy Lucas speaking on Waiting on the Lord. Yeah, we're excited. So be there. That is going to be at 10.30 a.m. If you want to get the address and come, please go on the website. Go on the app tonight, ladies. Do that. RSVP, send your name, and we will send you the address, okay? We want you to be a part um, of the gathering. And please bring a brunch or, like, side dish to share with the rest of the ladies for the morning. Also, men, you guys are meeting tomorrow, too. 5 p.m., Rick Bruners. There we go, Rick in the back. So if you want to know about that, too, yeah, clap. Yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> All right, so um, if you want to be a part of that, men, please, again, go on the website, go on the app, RSVP. There's a phone number there. We want to get a head count of everybody. Um, and if you want your wives to make a dish, for you to bring to that. You can do that as well. Or you can make something awesome. Bring a snack. Um, also, next Saturday, November 19th, we have S'more Lord. S'more Lord is our gathering out in the um, courtyard that we do each year with a fire. Um, it's super fun, amazing. We just do worship out there. Dad brings the word. But it's just really a time to get to connect more fellowship and just enjoy the Lord outside. So be praying for cold weather. But um, bring a side dish, yes. <laughs> yes, Lord. All right. <laughs> That's going to be the focus of Tuesday night prayer this coming week. <laughs> so um, service in the courtyard, please bring a side dish to share. It will be a potluck, and we are super excited for that, okay? Everybody ready? Everybody excited? All right, we will see you next Saturday. And here's Dad. Man, I love S'more Lord. If you haven't been to S'more Lord with us, come out next Saturday night, as, as Victoria said. We'll be in the courtyard. We'll have a massive bonfire. It's a beautiful time, and it's, it's a really good time of relational connection building friendships, special things happen um, every single year, and um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a beautiful time. Come, celebrate with us. I'd like our, our uh, prayer team to now come. Prepare yourself and now come. You need prayer for anything tonight, for any reason. You need healing in your body. You need a miracle. You need deliverance in your life. You need breakthrough from any level of affliction or torment of the devil. We want to pray over you tonight. We want to minister to you tonight. There are breakthroughs happening in this church, in this place. The river is flowing. Amen. The river is flowing. So you need prayer for any reason tonight. Come. Lord, let there be miracles in the house and let your river flow. Let your river flow through this place right now. Miracles come forth, Lord. Power on display tonight, Lord. Words of life that break off depression. Words of life that break off anxieties or fear. Words that break off, Lord, uh, not being able to sleep through the night or torment or tremors or fears. In Jesus' name, may the sword of the Spirit come tonight and cut, cut it off. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Have a miracle week. We love you. Good night.